Hello and welcome back to <laughs> So today you're joined by Ray and Addison and today's episode will mainly focus on girl struggles. So we are using this website called hercampus.com. Thank you for giving us this list. <laughs> and so I think some is just we were talking about it already. Yeah. So here we go. Number 1, never knowing what to wear no matter what the occasion is. I think this is very true for me, especially today. Oh, by the way, we're filming together today. So please enjoy the background noises. Woo! We're filming outside. Yeah. But yeah. never knowing what to wear, I feel like that's not a really too big of an issue with really? me. For me, I like, I never, especially with like friends, mm. I never like wearing the same thing again. If so, I, I always like never wear them like in the same week mm. i feel like since i change my style every single day <laughs> i look like a completely different person every single day i don't think i struggle with it i think it's mostly just what really helps me is it like is today a hat day or not a hat day and then i'll decide what i wear based on that because i'm a big fan of hats i'm in i despise hats i freaking love hats i have this whole amazing collection of them the only time I wear hats is in winter when it's like beanie season and then I'll wear it maybe if I'm feeling it but then I'll take like an hour trying to style it I just like shove my head in there and I'm like yes this is home this is it I feel so safe when I wear hats it's insane it just makes me sweat no yes no it's like oh my god I rock the hat I wear for me, how I kind of decide how to like what to wear, I kind of decided on whether it's it's based on my accessories, whether mm. it's like a silver day or a gold day. Because mm. then, if it's a silver, I go for more like cool tones, mm. like black, like gray, mm. stuff like that. Whereas if I choose gold, I'll go more for a warm tone. And then, yeah, so that's kind of how I decide. I mean, as a little queer baby, it's silver all the way, all the times. I rarely wear a silver. I mean, I, don't, I just think gold looks better on my skin tone. There's a little running joke in the queer community, and it's like, straight girls wear gold, gay girls wear silver. Perfect. So it really just works out for me, because I just, it does, I just wear a lot of silver. I do have a lot of gold earrings, and that's because my mom buys earrings and gives them to me. And Good. of course she'll choose I like gold. your rings, though. Thank I like, you. I like well, you can't see it, but it's like a... <laughs> how do you explain it? It's what, it's like an aquamarine thing set in like a silver band. Yeah, thank you. You're thank welcome. you. But I do I... not like that owl necklace that you're wearing. Why? It's so gay! <laughs> Why? It's like... Look at it! So it's, it's like an owl with rainbow, rainbow body. I found it while thrifting. Wonderful. Oh, today our original plan was supposed to go to different thrift stores. Yeah. Did not happen. I mean, there is a lot of rain, so it would have been annoying. Yeah, that's true. We can do that another day. But I think something I also use to help me decide what I'm going to wear is when... Because I usually stay out very late, depending on the person I'm hanging out with. So while with you, you can't stay out that late. Yeah. So we tend to go home early. But then when I'm hanging out with other like my older friends because they're like 20s or like nearly 20 so we stay out till like midnight sometimes and so that really helps me decide what i'm gonna wear because i get hit on a lot by drunk men at midnight so because that's why you don't stay out late okay you go home <laughs> at six because we meet at like six and six at night <laughs> and then we're hanging out so it's it, it that helps me decide what I'm gonna wear. Cause like when I'm with you, like I'm wearing a cropped sweater and a and a skirt I found while thrifting. But on one of those nights, I probably would wear like the baggiest shirt I own and some really nice baggy jeans and really like like look look as much like a guy as possible. Look as unattractive. Yeah. That actually leads to our next thing which is taking a century to do our hair this is actually this only applies to me yeah and like only me i feel like i don't have hair <laughs> like to explain she has half of a shaved head with a 
dyed heart in her hair. <laughs> yep. And I have a braided bun thing that it's I like spent a crown. Like, that I spent like ten minutes. Actually, it didn't take that long anymore. But people know how I feel about my hair yeah. and how I take a while doing yeah. it. Yeah. Oh my God! Like she was. Her, I remember this. This is very vivid. It was after we went to see the middle school play to help support some middle schoolers. Oh, there's the train. Yeah, hi train, okay. But then, so we are, there's a whole group of us and we're going home. Ray and I, we're going out to dinner, so we're leaving. And she has this bow clip thing that she's very fond of. No one can touch it, it's sacred. It's perfectly tied. Yeah, it's just, it's like God's object to earth. Yes. And so one of her friends, let's, I'm not gonna say his name. I'm gonna say Kay. He Kay comes running up to us. He grabs the bow and just pulls on it, unraveling it. It was like and, slow motion. Yeah, like I just watched this whole thing. I was like yelling no, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, this guy has a death wish." And Ray, she like, she sounds like she's about to burst into tears. She stomps off, making so many noises. She's like frantically trying to retie it she's i've never seen that bow again actually yeah you have yeah have i well recently i haven't oh yeah because then long hair problems is like if you tie your hair up in a ponytail like it reminds you that gravity exists <laughs> well so that was very fun to watch she was like frantically trying to retire she was in very bad mood for the next couple hours and i was like in my mind i was just th thinking thank you Kay. like I get to hang out with such a grumpy person this tonight, and it was... It was a very nice bow, and I wore it a lot, okay? The train. I ap I apologize for the train sounds. No, I think it's a nice um, backtrack. It's just like a little... Like, everyone else has, like, music playing in the back. We have... No, we have Au Natural. Yeah! Train sounds, waterfalls. It's wonderful. Girl struggles, man. Mother Nature delivering her monthly gifts at the most inconvenient times. I mean, I'm on my period right now. Mine hasn't come yet. I'm not pregnant, by the way, but... <laughs> no, you know... My first period... This is a very funny story. Oh, yeah, let us know. Um, so I was, I was at the pool with a bunch of my guy friends. And so most of my friends are guys. And so we were all... We were all swimming. And I was like, hmm, I feel kind of weird. So I go to the bathroom... And there's just so much blood, and I'm like, "Am oh, I?" Wait, in your wet swimsuit? Yeah. Ew. Oh. I could, I didn't know what was going on, and I was I flipped out, and I thought I was gonna die. I thought I was dying. Are you not aware of some things called periods? I did know what periods were, but it was also like, I'm in I'm how old was I? I'm in sixth grade. I know what periods were already, yeah. but it's also just something I just found out about. Something yeah. I, it was just. So it's still, I'm still processing this information. None of my other friends have it because they're all guys. So if they got periods, I'd be extremely worried. So, and so I'm just bleeding out. I'm like, this is how I die. I thought I got shot or stabbed or something. I go back to the pool. I don't go in. I go back and I'm like, I go to my friends and I'm like, I'm dying. This is it. So we all leave the pool. And then we go outside and we go to a park and they just start like digging a grave for me like seriously yeah they start like digging a hole and they're like i'm sorry i said like i'm sorry it's your time we're all, i'm like crying they're crying we're all sad we're all freaking out <laughs> and then our, and then later our parents come it's like maybe an hour later our parents come and my parents have never been the type to pick me up it's always i've gone everywhere by myself so while everyone else's parents came like everyone else's mom came to drive them i was going to go home alone and so we're all crying they're like what's going on like are you okay and i was like I'm dying. I'm bleeding out. I, this is it for me. And all the moms start, like, they burst out into laughter. And then they explain the whole process to me again. And I'm like, oh. Of course no one explained it to their sons. They just let their sons think I'm dying. And that was that. We just walked away. Never talked See, about my it. my first period story is so boring compared to that. <laughs> I, it was during autumn break of I think 8th grade mm. so semester 1 of 8th grade I was a very late mm. I don't know if that's late I think it is I mean I got mine in 6th grade so anyways. all the rest of my friends got in 8th grade so, <laughs> so maybe I it's just me normal. yeah and then 
As me and my family, ironically, we're gonna go to a pool. <laughs> I don't know why most people start at the pool. I feel like that's very average. Yeah. And then, yeah, went to the bathroom, bada bing, bada boom. And then I ended up going to the pool that day without a tampon. I'm sorry to whoever was at the pool that day. I thought- Tampons scare the shit out of me. Oh my god, have you tried one? No. Never? No. Really? No. You know what my mom says? My mom's like, if you use a tampon, it'll take your virginity. That's the first thing that she said to me. True. I know it's not true, but that's the first thing she said to me after my first period. That's amazing. Well, she is very Chinese. That is very Chinese. Tampons are so scary. They are very scary. And I still haven't figured out how to put them in properly. I mean, I'll stick with my good old sanitary napkins. But they take, like, you have to change them so often. But it's better than shoving something inside of you. Is that maybe that's just me, but I'd prefer keeping like my first tampon story was very lame. I thought it was gonna be more exciting. I was on my period and I was like, okay, this is and I was like what month six of my period? And I was like, okay. I heard that most people do it in month three. Really? Might as well try it. And I was like, you know what, if it works then my sister and my mom says it's amazing. Really? Yeah, because then you don't have to change it at all. And I was like, okay, cool, that sounds great to me. And then I put it in, yeah. it does not go in right. I still haven't figured out how to put it in right. So it feels like a but you have like thing is hanging in between my legs. It's really, really weird. And then, like the worst of the worst happens. If you've never used a tampon before, you usually take it out before you go number two because it's hard to wipe with a string. Yeah. Yeah. And then the second I put it in, I have to go number two. Mm-hmm. And then basically I took it out later because yeah. then it didn't feel good. And if you don't put it in long enough, yeah. when you pull it out, it feels like your skin's being ripped off. Ooh. It was extremely painful. Like extremely painful. Exactly why I'm not using tampons. You know, putting it in is not that bad. But then I it am... feels like you're losing something. So yeah, that was my first. I mean, okay, at least you have like, you have two girls in your house that you're comfortable yeah, talking to i have my mom my chinese mom who told me that tampons take your virginity she's not okay with the way i dress half the time because to her i don't have the ideal body type for any clothes but then so it's really and it's also because my cousins and i we do talk about these things but it's more of like there's still that barrier between I don't know, maybe it's just me, but periods and, like, sex, there's, like, there's, like, a thin veil between them. Because it's very, like, easy to, like, cross over when you're talking about one thing. And so my cousins and I, we'll talk about periods for hours. It's totally fine. We can't. But then the second someone mentions something remotely close to sex, we're like, oh, nah, 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 see ya, bro. Like, see you next year. Family gathering next year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cousins, I think I'm very fortunate because I have a, a sister yeah. And I also have, like, my mom, who are all very close. I mean, I have this story about my brother and periods. Ooh, tell me about it. So, it's, I don't know, eighth grade, sometime in eighth grade. And so there's, like, a bag of pads on my dresser. And my brother comes into my room. He loves just barging in. He sees the pads, and he starts yelling, My sister grew up! My sister grew up! And this is, like, in, in the middle of his, like, voice changing. So there's a bunch of, like, highs and lows, and he sounds <laughs> insane. And he grabs the pads and he starts throwing them out the window. And he's like, my sister grew up. You know how pads, how expensive they are? I know. They're so expensive. I know, because I buy them. Your brother wasted a whole pack of them. He just started. He went berserk. And we never talked about it again. (laughs) Shit. Yeah, like that happened. Never talked about it again. But... Yeah. No, tampons scare me. I mean, I don't have anyone in my life who I'm close to who uses them. Yeah. I don't think so. I'm, like, trying to avoid them as long as possible. I have, like, a vacation coming up in, like, August. Don't worry, I'm going to be vaccinated by then. It's fine. You are? Oh, yeah. I got my vaccination card today. Why? What do you mean, why? Why did you get it? It's... In Tokyo, you can, anyone from 18 and under, like 12 to 18 are allowed to get it now. Anyway, I got my vaccine card, and it's not that I'm actually going to shoot it today. Yeah. 
because like you have to actually get a slot too. Yeah. And like we're gonna fight on July sixth. Yeah. Woo. So I've been living in the wrong region then. Like <laughs> honestly. No, I think if you do research, you can find a place that gives it to you. Anyways. So we're going on vacation where yeah. like it's near the sea. Ah. So basically, I and it's the beginning of August, and oh. if, I'm sure most people don't know my cycle, but it comes at the beginning of every month. So if I'm lucky, it's gonna come on that vacation. So if I'm forced to, I'll probably have to use one. I'm not looking forward to it. It's really not that comfortable. You know the TV show Big Mouth? No. It's this like cartoon animated show about teenagers going through puberty. And in one of the newer one of the newest seasons, there's this episode, the main character Jesse. So it's about her and her like tampon journey. Like this whole story has been about her going through periods and things. And now this is her first time trying a tampon. And when she found the right tampon, it was like so luxurious for her and it made me really wanna try tampons. But I don't have anyone in my life who I can just like consult about it. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, train intermission. Hi, train. <laughs> okay, so for me, like my although I do have like a really good support system, yeah. I was like, oh my god, this feels so scary. I don't like it. They were like, it's not. And like at the first, like maybe ten times yeah. I said it, they were like really supportive, and they're like, no, it's okay. Like it's yeah. safe. At the end, they were like, then just don't do it. <laughs> I mean, my friends who are girls i don't have many like sure i do have like a few but i'm not very close to many of them it's easier for me to get closer to guys than girls and obviously i can't ask a guy how to use a tampon that that ain't happening but for the girls i am close to it's like they don't use tampons and every time we do talk about something they're very like ha that happened to you like i feel like another struggle about being a girl is definitely you're expected to be interested in people and if people are interested in you you're expected to reciprocate it what do you mean interested like if someone you're supposed to be like you're supposed to have crushes you're supposed to be like all gooey all romantic all of that stuff when the guy is like supposed to be like pretty nonchalant about the thing really i feel like it's kind of the opposite because then for guys i feel like they're expected to be the ones who are like hey i like you like kind of leading the relationship yeah yeah but like um, there's like more of an like, expectation that girls are more like fawning over the guy. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It, I think like both sides is bad. Like you yeah. shouldn't have expectations like that. But then I'm not the girliest girl. I'm not a stereotypical girly girl. Definitely not. I mean, I'm like, I'm constantly, I'm constantly being told that I'm basically one of the bros. So when it's like. There is, okay, right now, there's someone interested in me. And it's very hard, like, for me to just reciprocate how strongly they're projecting their feelings. And I feel like that's another thing that, like, girls have to struggle with is we're, like, not just girls, but I mean, like, everyone. We're, like, expected to match everyone else's energy. And it's just not my type of energy. It, that's like something I really hate because it's like sure like I don't mind you but it's not like I'm dying to just like marry you right now yeah I think that's like just one of the things that we're it's like a very there's like certain there's only like three ways you're allowed to react yeah but like it's fine to react another way I mean I'm, I'm just chill like you are very chill I'm just chill I don't need like people coming like if someone buys me flowers, I appreciate it, but it's not something I want. You know, like I love flowers, but I love that I get to pick it and I let to go do it myself. See, I would love for someone to give me flowers. Like I'm the very, I'm very stereotypical. I feel like I feel like I'm the total opposite. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly why this podcast is called. Yeah, opposites yeah. attract. Yeah, I'm very the, I'm very into the fairy tale style. Like, I want to be in the future proposed to. You want to be uh, booed off your feet? Yes. Like. I want to be swept off my feet. I want to have this magical fairy tale wedding. Mmm. And have this fairy tale romance, if yeah. you will. But I feel like you're the complete opposite. I mean, like, sure, that sounds nice. But to me, that just sounds like. I feel like I would. I don't know because in Japanese class our teacher was asking us about our weddings and there was 
two girls in the class at that time, and there were two guys. And so the other girl, Latar M, she was like, oh, this, like, I want to get married around, like, under the aurora, and like, the lights and everything, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, my dress is going to be like this, and like this, and like this. And I was like, um, I want cake. That's... What kind of cake would you have at your wedding? I mean, I don't know, like... I want every flavor. Like, that's the only reason I'd probably get married is for cake. <laughs> like, because she's a girl, like, with her boyfriend at the time, her ex-boyfriend now, they were constantly posting photos of each other. They're constantly very, like, they had so many PDAs in public. There's so much affection. It was, like, so many gifts, so many thoughts. It was so, like, ostentatious to me. When her boyfriend now is pretty, we're pretty good friends. We're pretty similar. We're pretty quiet. Well, he's not quiet, but he's just, like, he prefers his personal life to be quiet. He doesn't like going out of his way to do things. And I'm the same, like, when I think about marriage, I think about cake. That's all I want. I mean, sure, whoever, if someone wants to come, they can come. You don't need to dress up. You don't need to, you can do whatever you like. I mean, I might just wear a pair of Converse, maybe some combat boots. I might put on a dress. Let's see how I feel that day. And all I want is cake. Like the one time I've discussed my wedding, it was with what, with one of my friends. And they were like, oh, you should just marry a 1D cutout. And I was like, yeah, that's what I'll do. I mean, I'll wear a pantsuit. It'll be rainbow colored and we'll walk in the pride parade. You know, that was actually, um, that's one thing. This year's prom, like yeah. I saw the prom pictures, a lot of the girls were wearing pantsuits. Yeah. And I thought that was so cool. Really? Yeah. I'm the, actually, I'm the type of person who would rather wear a dress. Mm. I already have a dress picked up for my junior prom. Let's hope that it happens. Well, I have a whole idea for my junior and senior prom. So my junior prom, I'll wear a tux. A full-on tux. It's going to be super... I'm going to be fly. I'm going to have a bow tie and everything. I'm going to be beating the guys. I don't care what they say. Because, you know, junior prom, the focus is the seniors. So, of course, I'm going to back off junior prom i'll just wear a tux because when you're a junior and you had to wear a dress you had to have like it has to be short and it has to be simple and i was like well i don't want to spend money on a dress i'm never gonna wear then but and it's also like it's not a memorable day but then if i get a tux of course i'm gonna wear a tux on a random tuesday of course i'm that's me so of course i'm gonna get a tux but then for senior prom i have this whole idea i'm i'm gonna make my own prom dress oh that's so cool I already have, I'm already thinking. What color? Rainbow. Rainbow? Yeah, it's going to be a white corset top with, like, the bottom. So it's going to be, like, this huge bottom with rainbow, like, every, every layer. Ooh. Yeah. I'm already, like, picking out fabrics and everything. Of course you're going to do my hair. Woo! Please <laughs> do not shave it. I will. I'm growing it out for senior prom after this. This, this, when this shaved out part grows out, it's all for you. <laughs> you get to choose the cut. I, I'll even, like, pay for the salon if you want that. Woo! So everything's your choice. We can even go get our nails done together. <gasps> can we? Put, you said it. It's on here. Yeah, it's on here. This is this is this is proof. Yeah, for sure. Because senior prom is. I feel like that's the only thing where I'll do partially stereotypically. <laughs> partially. Keep that in mind. But yeah, I don't know. Like with my last relationship, I was. We did not take like a single photo together. We didn't. I mean, I exchanged gifts. I didn't really get anything in return because I don't really like people giving me things like when they paid for it. Like if they made it, I really appreciate it. But if they paid a lot of money to give me something, I get really uncomfortable. And it was very, we didn't really like call each other like, oh, honey, or like sugar. I don't know. We were, we didn't do that. We were like, yo, bro, like, dude, like, let's go here. Bruv, come on. Get, get your butt over here. Like, that's how we talk to each other. I mean, I was wooed off my feet with that. No, I wasn't. I was not happy. But. <laughs> the shade, I hear. Yeah, well, did not end well. <laughs> but it was definitely, no, it's just, I've never felt the need to get wooed off my feet. I don't know, were your parents romantic growing up? Not at all. Like, they're the type of... Oh, my God. My parents, I think they're really cute. But then, I know that they love each other very much. Mm. Like, they're far from being divorced. But... Yeah. Like, I've never seen my parents actually kiss. Like, never. And, or, like... Like, they're always, like... They, like, kiss once in the morning before they go to work. Yeah. But then, we're usually not there. Because then, they're like, uh, 
Uh, they used to tell you about the kiss later. That's why you know about it. <laughs> the, no, we saw it once. Uh, but then they were like, oh my god, they're watching. And I'm like, it's fine. You guys are married. I, I love the no PDA rule. I respect them now. Or like, my mom, like, you know those stories where you, like, you usually talk to your mom about first kiss or like no. your first relationship. My mom's like, I forgot. I don't remember. I've never and had like, that. I'm like, I know that you remember, but yeah. you're just not telling me. My dad, on the contrary, is like, once you're able to drink, I'll tell you all about it. And I was like, hmm, my sister's turning 19 this year. One more year, baby. Seriously? Wow, that's like the opposite of my family. Honestly. My parents, I've, they've never been affectionate to each other. They're always arguing. I thought they would have gotten divorced years ago. <laughs> they always talk about it. I'm like, go for it. Then, like, I don't care. Like, it's very, like, my dad loves attention. He loves PDAs. My mom's the total opposite. She hates them. She finds them disgusting. And she does not tolerate them at all. And my dad, he was, I'm going to just say it. My dad was a slut growing up. Like, he was telling us stories about all his conquests. My conquests. mom, yeah, my mom was like, yeah, none of them. And... Yeah, so I think that it's actually, I like when parents show affection, whether yeah. it be like physically or like, I don't know, I feel like the way you talk also says how much you respect the person. I feel like that's a, that can't be true, because I don't talk about anyone in a very formal manner, or I don't know, like the highest compliment I'll give someone is I'll be like, they'll be one of the best people I know. That's the highest compliment I can give someone. But like my, I don't know, it's not even complimenting. It's like when you talk to them, like you can tell that, like my, I can tell that like, my mom also isn't like super affectionate. Yeah. She's not like, oh my God, like I love you. Yeah. She rarely says that, but then you can tell by the way she speaks that like she really like respects my dad. Mm. And that like- Can't relate. <laughs> So, like, I feel like that's also, like, something that I wish I could find eventually. I mean, I've always been independent growing up. I've done, like, every single thing for myself. Or I've tried to do every single thing for myself. Like, occasionally I do ask my parents for help. But it's not something I enjoy doing. Like, I don't like, like, I do ask people for help, of course. And it's only something I've become more comfortable with this year but it's something i just do not like I'm, i love people coming to me for help i love helping other people but i don't like doing it like i don't like asking people for help i feel like i should be able to do everything for myself and if i'm with someone and they're like holding me back that would piss me off so much so yeah. the next one we're gonna switch topics yeah. a little bit is trying to keep up with every new trend in fashion world which i find a lot of i don't know i feel it a lot because then personally for me there was a time where i tried to be super trendy i didn't realize that my body type is not the same as a westerner not to be racist but that's no, not racist it's just my body's not built the same yeah. way so like obviously it's not gonna look the same on me as like every other girl in la yeah. you know so I have like a solid fashion that I like to stick with but then I also know that there was a time where like for example what was like last year like tick like visco girls were in or something like that Bro. everyone was in like oversized sweatshirts and scrunchies and a hydro flask and be like and now like the trend that was so much fun I feel like I'm still a visco girl inside without even trying I'm definitely not I like I like not form-fitting, but like very classic silhouettes. So like I can't relate to any of that. But like, what's the trend now? It's like oversized T-shirts. Okay, I don't know what the trends are, but there are times where like I catch myself and it looks like I'm following the trends when it's really just like I prefer thrifting and vintage shopping. I don't buy a lot of things new. Like a lot of things I get are also hand-me-downs, and I or I sew it myself and like I alter it to what I like. And so, I don't get many things. Like, I'm, I don't know what the trends are. I have no idea. I barely open TikTok, and when I do, I get, like, the gay side of TikTok. I'm making, my sound, I'm making myself sound very gay. But, 
You are. I mean, I'm pan, not gay. My okay. mom's gonna hear this since it's my coming out story. <laughs> Hopefully she doesn't. Um, but no, I've ne I never knew what the trends were. I don't know, I never try to now, because then it's it makes me feel worse about I feel like myself. you do look trendy, though. Do I? Yeah, like if I didn't know you and I was walking past, I'd be like, oh yeah, that person's just dressing like trends. I don't know, I think I'm more closer to... It's not... Do you, it's kind of like the Japanese, like, Harajuku fashion. Because mm. then Harajuku fashion is more, like, girly. Yeah. But then it's not as extreme as yeah. that. But then I think, yeah. It's more of, like, a tame, down, yeah, 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 everyday yeah. kind of wear yeah. style. But, like, that's just what I like dressing. Uh. I don't... I really... Because, like, I mean, I'm a... I play... Every, I play all the sports I can. I do every club I can. I do... And I am also extremely clumsy. And also, I am so indecisive. I So it's like... I, it's really... I wear things where I know that at any given moment, if needed be, I could play any sport I wanted to. Like, even today, I know I could, like, still, like, do a layup in this skirt. Really? Yeah. See, I don't really think about it that way. Like, for me, like, eh, if it's like, oh, we're going mini golfing, then I'll be like, okay, I'll wear pants. But like any other activity, I'm like, dress. Really? Wow. Oh, I'm. It's for me, it's just like I wake up and I'm like, today, this is my personality. Change my mind. Try to. Come but I think on. that's everybody too. Because like we talked about it yesterday yeah. or last episode. Okay. But like, some days I'm like super sweet. Yeah. But then other days I'm like, I've gone to the other side. I'm yeah. dark now. I feel like every time my mood changes, there is a very, there is a, there is a reason. I never, because I usually try to stay as upbeat as possible, especially around people I'm not close to. Maybe if we're really close, then you'll see like more edgy Addy in there i've never seen a gianni before does that mean we're not close no it's just because nothing has happened to really bring it out exactly I, I feel like you're always just addy i always try to say upbeat there's definitely you've definitely seen more anxiety in me oh, the closer yeah, you yeah, got yeah yeah the anxiety uh, part i have seen very often i mean the anxiety really got me these last two days with this whole situation with the person who likes me and the struggling to reciprocate <laughs> i mean like here i have like two bruises and a cut on my leg because i fell off my bed yesterday because i got so like i was just like shaking so much you from the get nerves. into more accidents and get hurt more often than anybody i know I, like that's my personality that's all i have injuries and loud clothing <laughs> today you're actually kind of neutral though yeah because i was like you said to wear something you've never seen me in yeah. And you've never seen me in not super brightly colored clothing. Yay. You look really good in it though. Of course you like this. <laughs> <laughs> I feel too like normal today. Yeah. Today she came, we were supposed to meet at 12 at the station. She said, oh, I arrived at 12, at like 1130. <laughs> and she was like, hey, I'm here. And I was like, did I make a mistake at what time we were supposed to meet? I'm actually a pretty early person. I'm like there five minutes early or ten minutes early. I'm 30 minutes early to she's everything. And then she's, I was like, why? And she's like, oh, I thought I was going to trip or something. And I was like, how often? Oh, wait, never mind. It's daddy. Something yeah, else. Like, yeah. Like, I know I'm going to injure myself. So I, I prepare. It's very true. It's like, see, this is why. As a kid, I grew up with high tops. I was always wearing high tops. I had, I was a high top nerd. And this was because high tops really like supported my ankles. And so if I fell, there was like that little extra support. And that's why I wear boots now. Because they have that same effect. Except I can wear it more with more different pieces of clothing. Yeah. It's a, it's a running gag everywhere about how much I injure myself might be like a personal issue i don't know if this is just yeah. girls or guys can, yeah. i guess it can be both for me i overpack for trips all the time like i cannot wear the same thing twice so i have to like pack different outfits and my mom kills me every time because she's like you don't need that many but i'm like what if the temperature changes and i need to 
I don't know. Wear something else. I pack like a giant t-shirt, a pair of shorts, a pair of underwear. I'm like, good to go. I spent like a week trying to decide. I mean, okay, the problem with me for overpacking is not clothes. It's books. I pack one set of clothes and then like as many books as I can fit in there. And you my have a mo- Kindle. I do have a Kindle. But it's just like, I don't like, it just doesn't feel the same. Like, I agree with that. Because then, can we talk about how Kindles like don't do the function of like making you feel like you read yeah like reading i love reading too it's like the smell of the book yeah, the turning yeah, of yeah. The exactly it's like that little and crinkle. also i feel like i ne- i rarely pick up books anymore because like they're not in front of me yeah and kindles i have like three books that i actually really like but then i can't remember to read them because then yeah. they're not in front of me for me in my room i have like a wall of books yeah and then if i like skim my eyes through it and I look at it and I'm like oh I haven't read that in a while and I feel compelled to read it yeah if it's in a kindle I'm like and also if you're like looking for a specific page but you don't remember the page yeah. number you usually just skim through yeah. the book but you can't do that with a kindle like problem for me is in my room I have like five book sh- like these like two tiered bookshelves they're filled to the brim my room there's like this giant pile of books on in i have those like beds that you can like open up filled with books my house there's like a bunch of my books lying around a bunch of my dad's books lying around like my house is stuffed with me and my dad's books like we're trying to cram it into every cook and nanny and with the candle there's also like a bunch of books on there and i do go through them but the problem is it just doesn't feel as good like i know i have so many books but I love seeing them. Like I love seeing that just like that pile and knowing that it's like I went through that. I read it. It's mine. Yeah, that makes me feel really good as well. Cause like it just makes you. It's a different experience. Yeah. I have like now this goes into like reading and stuff. Yeah. But I have like a really hard time reading or like getting into like the world of the book. So like I have very specific books that I can yeah. I'm not the type of person who can like pick up any book and just read it yeah I have to be, get intrigued and get into the zone okay. of reading you know for me it's just like a book's in front of me I'll read it but then recently I've been having this book block because when summer started I read a book a day and it's been like a month of summer so it's been like I read like 30 books and then so now my brain is like your eyes are gonna burn out if you keep doing that to yourself. You need to take a break. You, you dumb, you dummy. Come on, come on. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sad without it. That's actually something I should do more often in the summer break, because then I find myself very bored all the time. <laughs> so maybe I should actually start reading. That'd be probably good for me. But I also have so much homework. And you the pers- should stop reading and do your homework. My homework is also to read. Perfect, then read the books that you're assigned. Yeah, and I'm like trying to do that. But then it's also like yet again like that reading block because while I was reading those books, I was doing my other homework, like my math homework. Like I have only one chapter left in my math homework that I need to do and I don't know how to do it. I was trying to ask my classmate for help and she did not respond. So that was great. Um but you're listening, respond to her. Yes, please. She knows who she is. Um, I tried to do my psych homework. I tried to do my art. I'm nearly done with my art homework. The problem is the realistic portrait, which I'm really struggling with. It's just, there's so much to do. I'm overwhelmed. And then there's so much I need to do for drama club as I'm head of crew. And there's, like, I don't think anyone really everyone's like oh you can just do that when the school starts like i was talking to different people and they're like oh you can just do that when the school year starts and i'm like i don't think you realize how packed my schedule is like i don't think people actually realize and so people are like they're always hanging out with people and they're like oh you're always hanging out with people as well and then i was like there's a difference i barely sleep like i'm using that time where you're sleeping i'm using that to finish my work and when i do sleep i get up really early because i have extra work to do like I have thrifting for costumes, I have contacting people, I have making lists, I have organizing everything, I have going out to buy products for every other part, and then I have thinking about saying goodbye to the seniors, and then I have like those like little parties to plan for each section to say goodbye to the seniors, and then I also have like charities for cast, sports, um, music clubs I need to think about, music murals I'm painting, like all of this everyone's like oh you have time you have time and i'm like i legitimately do not have time i am running like i am trying to fight time at this very moment 
like time is not on my side right now and that's not just like a girl struggle that's like everyone's yeah. struggle but i think it's everyone's like oh you have such bad time management and i don't think i do because i always do finish everything and it's not just like i started last minute i started from the beginning i and everyone's like oh you just take on too much and i think like yes i might do that but it's like all of this is for college because while other kids at our school are loaded, I'm just trying to get, like, a partial scholarship to any, like, somewhat good school because I legitimately cannot afford it. Yeah. yeah. Going back to the drama club thing, yeah. this year I'm doing, ca- I mean, doing, I'm doing crew yeah. for the first time for, in forever. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did it um, without a bias, right? Yeah, so, of course. Yeah. Um, I had this recent issue with one of the cast people, mm. and it's not just one person in particular, it's just, just people in general, like, going from cast to crew, it's, like, kind of difficult. Yeah. Cause, like... Like, I know how that feels. Yeah, cause then we do both. Yeah. So then we, uh, like, I want to be very understanding. Yeah. Cause, like, the specific era yeah. we're doing, it's not the most necessarily the most attractive time. Yeah. Like, for example, like, 1940s, 30s are more classic, more yeah. pretty, like, they're very known for yeah. being, like, attractive, yeah. traditional, attractive styles. Yeah. But the era we're doing right now, like, even the silhouettes for clothes yeah. are very unattractive, hairstyles are I very think, unattractive. I think you have to have my personality to find it, it fun. Yeah, exactly. But for people, and a lot of people, like, yeah. and me, myself included, yeah. who care about, like, how they look, yeah. it's, like, very bothering, and I understand that, so I'm trying to find the right balance of, like, being, like, hey, I understand you, yeah. and, like, trying to adapt, but also maintaining the reality of yeah. the storyline. I mean, cause, because, like, relating to, like, trying to be understanding, I mean, I was ahead of set and props with the classmate who hasn't responded, um, we were co-heads of set and props in eighth grade, our first year in drama club actually. And then in in freshman year, she wanted to be a musician, and I stayed in props, and I was like the freshie. But as soon as I walked in, obviously we had two other people there, but I took charge. I was like one of the people who weren't heads who definitely took charge with the actors, who like when there was like the th- out of the three new people, me. This mm, this guy I used to date, Kay, mm, don't like that guy. And this other guy, amazing guy, I love him. See, the three of us were the new people. And we, out of us three, those two were older than me. They were like two, three years older than me. I was the person who took charge. I was the one who was like going around talking to everyone, setting everything up, like going out of my way to make sure everything is perfect. And sophomore year drama club as well. You were an actor. Yep. And not definitely not one of the easiest actors to work with, <laughs> I might add. I apologize. I regret it now. No, yeah. like, you never... I mean, it's the same thing. Because then some people who are always crude don't understand the struggles of, like, being... Exactly. Cast. And, Ex- like, for me, now, yeah. like, being from a crew's point of view, yeah. I'm, like, casts are so difficult to work with. Exactly. Like, so annoying. No, this is... This is, like, yeah, exactly. That's why, for me, I, I took drama, IGCSE, for two years... And then I was crew for three years. And so last year, since the people who were heads of my department, they were graduating. And so they had so much. So there was definitely more work for me to handle. And so while they were introvert, I'm more of an extrovert. So they kind of, everyone kind of relied on me to go communicate with everyone, to deal with everything else. And so while I was, and I spent so much time working on everything. And then as soon as I made something, someone right behind me would break it. I'd be an actor breaking my prop. And so when I go talk to them, of course, our drama teacher, him being an actor, he doesn't really remember, the, he doesn't really understand the struggles of being a crew member. And so he would always take the side of the actors. And so that was very, very difficult. And so right before the show, I, this is, I talk calmly, in my opinion. And for the crew members who heard, I also talk calmly. I'm not saying crew members are great, because I have, I've yelled at many crew members during sophomore year, because they were not doing their share of work. Actors had to come and help me, because they were slacking off. So like they were just they were cut out like they were just done but they said they explained it to mr g and i said even if you explained to mr g you didn't explain it to me you didn't explain it to the heads and we're the people doing the work not him not at this like he because he's more focused on the actors we're more of like the crew people so you come to us not him for that 
And so they're trying to make excuses. I was like, no. And then the actors try to make excuses. And I don't know if you remember this, but when you guys were warming up, I was like, if you guys break props, you come straight to me. You don't do anything else. You come straight to me. It doesn't matter if you get yelled at. You come straight to us because you're going on stage looking bad. We're not the people looking bad. You are because you're the people with the props. You're the people they can see. That's all they know. They don't know we're here. They only know you're there. And then apparently all the actors felt attacked. Apparently everyone felt like I screamed at them. I let them have it. When really I just said like those three sentences and walked well, away. Well to be valid, you were very spicy at them. But like that's understandable because you were very stressed out. But then, so going back to like how it's interesting. Yeah. To, like I don't know how to strike the right balance because being head of hair and makeup, yeah. it's my responsibility to make sure that it's accurate. Yeah. But then also I want them to feel comfortable. Yeah. Because you I know mean, that you is get, you act the best when you feel the best, you know? So yeah, I'm trying to find the right balance. That is why I like told you that if you need them if you need someone to talk to them, I will do it. No, but then that's the thing. I don't want it to be like because uh, then if I wanted to yeah. I could force them to. Yeah. But I don't want to because then I know I was like a poop head last year. Exactly. But so But that is also why it's just, there's a train, high train, but there's also just like, even if you're like, you want to be nice to people, you want people like you, once you're ahead, it's that, like, that's why there's a meeting for head when school starts, where I talk to every one of you about this. It's just once you're ahead or once you're in a position where you have slightly more power than everyone else, you will have to accept that you won't be liked. There will be times where you have to make tough decisions. You will have to force people to do things they don't want to. And this is what they signed up for. And I understand why. A lot of people are very displeased with me during drama club season. But I've worked every aspect. Okay, I've done lighting. I've done acting. I've done props, set, makeup, hair, costumes. I've done every single thing. And that's why I'm head of crew this year. It's because I know every single thing. But there isn't... But I tried last year. I tried at the beginning. I tried to please every single person. And then I realized... No one's going to listen to me. I just let them walk all over me. At this point, my only option is to just tell them what I want and how I want it done. And that's all I can do. I think you need to realize that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I will eventually. Yeah. Because, I mean... I have this, like, specific person. Yeah. Who I did make them aware. Because I did do some research previously. Yeah. And I even asked my mom to be yeah. a model for me. It's just, by the way, we're doing a 1960s type of style. Yeah. Where it basically means volume, volume, volume. Which I love. I personally don't like it, but it's okay because yeah. I'm not acting. Um, but yeah, so this certain person yeah. has had struggles with accepting the era, which is understandable. And then I tried to make her a deal in that if she listens to what i say then i'll try to work because then worst case scenario she has to wear a wig yeah and i know she doesn't want to and I, understandably so so i've been trying to make it around it but then she's saying that she's growing out of her hair and if you know anything about hair in the 1960s it has to be short because yeah it's a flipped up style and if it's too long it's gonna drag down yeah and she originally doesn't have a lot of hair to start which is not her fault but the more hair she has the thinner it's gonna look yeah. so that's just you know some parts where i'm just like listen to me yeah exactly like i'm just like i get like i feel like this is more specifically catered towards the girls at our school i'm not sure about every other school but our school specifically it's so difficult to work with the girls especially the actors who are girls like, the guys will break all the props. The girls will, won't break props. Like, I know. I don't know any girl who's working a prop. The guys will go out of their way to mess with props. Because they're like, I'm a guy, so let me be immature. It'll be funny. It's not. I can yell at them and yell at them. And they won't take it personally. They understood what they did wrong. They're like, yeah, I was in the wrong. But is that, does that mean I'm going to listen? No. It means I'm going to be even... I'm going to act like even more of an idiot. But then with the girls, it's like, it's so much harder. Because I like the costumes they're like no i want this i want this i'm like it's not up to you it's you signed up for this you didn't sign up to choose you signed up for us to choose you're supposed to listen 
and I know a lot of mindset is like, we're an actor, we're on stage, people are going to see us, I want to look pretty. For the guys, it's like, the worse you make me look, the funnier it's going to be, which is my mindset as well. The worse I look on stage... Exactly, I know, but it's it's more it's more the girls who are like, I want to look pretty, I want to look nice, and I'm like, I understand that, but this is what you sign up for. This is it's not something we just sprung on you. We tell you at the beginning, we let you know that this is a possibility, and you still sign up, and so you have to like accept that fact. It's not like you sign up and we're telling you you're going to be the lead, and we suddenly change or like you're going to be the evil stepsister. No, it's we tell you at the beginning. There's a chance you could play this. You could play this. This is what what it entails. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm still researching to see what the middle ground is. But also, like you said, we should have like a swap day and where yeah. they can experience what it's like. Yeah. Because believe it or not, I know it seems like we just tell them what to do, but like yeah. we do a lot of research. Like a lot of research. I mean, I have my browser history. I'm pretty sure I look like an old woman trying to re- relive her olden days. <laughs> But there is so much in my job because, like, I have so many ideas. There's like the swap day. There was organizing the whole theater costumes, and it was like people. They're just like, oh, she's a student as well, so why should we listen to her? And it's like I might be older or younger than you, but it is like I've definitely earned my position. I've definitely gone through the hours of work to get to where I am at the like at this club, and so. I have planned hours and hours of things. I don't think people appreciate it enough. It's like hours have gone into the swap day and the movie viewing day and the costumes, hair. And it's not even just like the heads doing it. It's like me behind you guys working towards having the actors understand and being more lenient. And then also having the people in your department understand and being more lenient. And I don't think people understand how much talking to people that actually entails like my like instagram my parents are like always just seeing me texting people and they're like oh that's all our daughter does um your daughter is talking to people she has never talked to before and trying to convince them to be quiet to be nice to just to to just like go with the flow it's it's (laughs) that's not a girl struggle specifically but it is definitely a struggle with the girls on stage because they are going through a challenging time of figuring out who they are, what they, like, cha- their bodies are changing. That sounds gross. But it is people, like, growing accustomed to who they are. Yeah. And then having to be someone totally different on stage. It's it's hard. I get that. But it doesn't mean I appreciate it. <laughs> no, it's very annoying coming from the point of view who's trying to convince them. Yeah. I mean... That's why, at this point, like, I've talked to Mr. I've talked to the teacher... And it's just like we understand we have to be nice. We'll try to convince them. But there is a meeting for the heads I've been trying to set up where it's just like I'm already gonna tell you I'm telling you right now, it's just there's gonna come a point where it's like you just gotta lay down the law and if they don't like it, they're easily replaceable. This is really random, but yeah. going into summertime, I love wearing jumpsuits, you know? Which is like the all-in-one thing. Yeah. Going to the bathroom and that is like the worst thing ever. <laughs> like, I'm the type of person who wears a cardigan over it, too. Okay. Like, it's, because then it's like a strappy sleeve. Yeah. So then I'm like, oh, modesty. Ah. Uh. Cardigan. And then, once you have to go to the bathroom, like, you don't, like, know if you're like, oh, in five minutes I have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Like, it just happens. The emergency level is so... So, and then you have to like take everything off if it's your own bathroom it's not that bad yeah. but if you're in like a public bathroom where it's disgusting yeah it's so gross i mean that's why you won't catch me in a lot of jumpsuits <laughs> they're so cute but i also feel like i have like a body type where it's not really flattering it's not that it's not that it's not flattering it's the problem is like with jumpsuits it's like the strap the strap like it's just like a single strap yeah. And while I don't have the biggest chest, it is big enough to warrant that I do need some support most of the time. And so, with the jumpsuit, when if you you just kind of like with people, like a lot of people just don't wear like something like a support system or like a bra or anything. And I'm kind of in like dire need of one. I mean, you know. But then, kind of thinking about the girl thing. 
sometimes like I was thinking about this yesterday and I was thinking about how maybe this isn't a good way to express it but I was thinking about how lucky I am that I'm cisgendered in my family like I know there are really supportive families out there but I don't my my parents aren't exactly like the most into queer people so my friend my really good friend so they're they're um they're trying they're thinking they're more gender neutral and so they really want a binder and we have this really homophobic friend we grew up with all three of us are really close and she's starting to become more open to it because of us but it's still going a long way and so my friend they live in a household where it's very transphobic it's very uh homophobic and so they really want a binder you know it's a binder right yeah it's like this tight chest thing like a tank top that like flattens the chest and they really want one and i really want to get them one because it was their birthday a few days ago and i really want to get one for them but then they're so scared of their parents realizing what it is that they're not even willing to give it a shot and their parents are super like strict that they're not even allowed to go to colleges in other countries they have to go to colleges in japan so they could live at home and that was like and but technically they they're female like their sex is female but obviously their gender is gender fluid and so it's it's really and that's a struggle i think it's not just for it's a struggle for so many people yeah not just girls yeah it's a struggle for so many people but then to other people when they see them all they see is a girl yeah and i I think that especially in a country like Japan, yeah. it's like very conservative. Yeah. And also, I'm, I'm not saying it's good or bad. Yeah. But like, I'm very stereotypical. Yeah. I would say, like, I'm comfortable with my gender, yeah. thankfully. Um, not that my parents or my community isn't open to the yeah. idea of it, because we yeah. have people like that in our community. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I'm straight yeah classified straight i mean you're straight you're cisgendered female you have a pretty like conservative close-knit family yeah and you guys definitely have your views on things and your mindsets on things that are quite different from mine where my family is like we're not really close my parents and my older brother they're very close-minded homophobic well they're very they're they don't understand what's racism they don't understand white privilege like my brother and my dad they don't understand their white privilege and they're definitely they do look a lot more white than i do where i don't look white but i look more asian so i do get a lot more asian comments but then but also the asian community is quite racist in itself and i don't think people realize it because they're always like oh just white people are racist i'm like no it doesn't work like that there's so many asian people as well and it's also there's a lot of sexism at home where i'm like the black sheep of the family like i'm the one with the partially shaved head multicolored hair uh <laughs> but i also think you're in a much better situation than most people i feel like because then yeah some people like are actually dangerous like if they're yeah. in danger if they're in that type of community where I yeah think your parents, like your family isn't the most accepting or understanding of it but they're also not really quite aware yeah to- they don't like I haven't come out, like, I've come out to my brother, and it entailed into a lot of, like, homophobia and, like, hatred. There have been, like, slight instances of, like, sibling, like, fighting. Um, I came out to my dad, but someone else already told him in an attempt to, like, get him to, like, hate on me for being pan. And, but he doesn't, he's also quite doesn't understand it fully. And there are other things in play relating to that, like my last situation what, with dating a guy, where it resulted really in a really poor manner. But I have never come out to my mom, because she comes up to me now, and she's like, you're not gay, you can't be gay. And she's very, very against it. I'm, and I'm, I'm like, I'm not gay, because I'm not. I'm pan. But it's just like, I'm worried about what she will do if, she, if I ever come out to her. But also, I think the main issue of this all is that, like, people just don't know much about it in general. Yeah. Because even previously to being friends with you, I knew, like, the basics or so-called more common terms of the LGBTQ community. I don't, I still don't really know what most of the plus forms are. Just because I've never experienced it. Yeah. But I think if we educate people more yeah. about it, 
like say there's straight people, yeah. there's gay people, yeah. there's pan people, there's pan, bi, trans, there's so many. Yeah. But if we start to tell or educate people, it's yeah. not gonna be that weird because it's really not. It's it's not weird, but I still feel like there's also this slight issue of like because so many people are more open. Yeah. But it's also becoming more and more obvious about like how you can tell. This is to apologize for episode two. We didn't realize that the time was up and that it would stop recording. But to summarize and finish our point, it was that it's really more obvious now who you can tell who's more queer and who's not. And it's not a bad thing. I and mean, we just we were discussing how we wish more people could get educated because. It's really not weird nowadays, but it is still, there are still people who treat it like it's taboo or it's wrong, and it really isn't. So, I apologize for that weird ending. But, hey, next time, well, the next episode, we did pay closer attention to that, but I apologize for this one. Thank you. (laughs)